Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, We continue going through the Gospel of John. We're up to the 14th chapter right now. And the first verse of the 14th chapter is uh, very, very familiar to most people, especially those who are believers. Uh, But I want to just sort of emphasize the context of it today, okay? Because so often we will pull verses out, and we will know what they are. We know what they mean, basically, but we forget to consider the total context of it. And sometimes there's just uh, nuances there. Sometimes there's just profound truths that we see within the context. So the context is what? It's context is chapter 13. <laughs> in chapter 13, the context of that is the entire gospel of John. <clears throat> but what we've seen in uh, chapter 13 at this point in time is that uh, Jesus had had some times of confrontation, <clears throat> right? Okay, He'd had some things that had happened in his life. So now it's just a few days before the Passover and he's having a meal. And Jesus set the example for his disciples by humbling himself. And he did it through washing of their feet. And he told him, he said, you don't understand this now, but you will understand me. Well, Peter, remember, wasn't very excited about that. He didn't want to have anything to do with it. And the Lord told him, if you don't want to have anything to do with this, then you don't want to have anything to do with me. Well, of course, Peter said, no, 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 I, 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 want, I want this. And Jesus said, that's all right. You don't have to have your whole body washed, just your feet. And it's a picture of how we as believers uh, that we are truly saved, but we do need to wash off the stuff that we pick up through the world day by day, right? And Jesus reminded them, you know, that I am your Lord and I'm your teacher. And if I do this for you, then you need to do this for one another in like fashion. But then he picks up immediately and reveals to them that there is one among them that will betray him. Okay? There's a betrayer among them. And they were sort of shocked by this. And so it was revealed who it was. Uh, Jesus revealed it to the disciple whom he loved, who was sitting next to him, who we believe that to be John, uh, by giving Judas a sop. Judas gets up and leaves. Well, the disciples weren't sure where he was going. They just figured he was taking care of some logistical matters, you know, buying some stuff they needed or whatever. But then the Lord started talking about, now is the Son of Man glorified. And I'm only going to be here with you for a little while, okay? And where I'm going, you cannot go. And they were shocked by this. They, they thought, well, well where, where are you going that we can't go? And then he tells them this, I give you a new commandment. And the new commandment is what? That you love one another just as I have loved you. And he tells them that people will know, the world will know, all men will know that we are his disciples by our love for one another. That's how they're going to know that we're actually disciples of the Lord by our love for one another. So Peter uh, sort of pushes him on that. <clears throat> Peter doesn't hear the uh, uh, love one another thing. He's still hung up on the Lord, where are you going? And he's, and, you know, and Jesus says, well, you can't follow me, but you will follow me. Afterwards, and of course, Peter, impetuous guy that he is, I will lay down my life for you in every way. Well, Jesus goes, oh, really? You'll lay down your life for me? I got news for you, dude. You're going to deny me three times before the rooster crows. Can you imagine how uh, 
I guess humiliating might be a good word. How humiliating that was, Peter. Not only to be corrected, but to be told that you're going to deny me three times. Not only are you not going to lay down your life for me, you're going to deny that you even know me. And you can see that in this meal that they're having, and again, it wasn't the Passover meal proper, okay? It was a meal that they were having. You can see the intensity of emotion. Well, now we get to John 14. And remember, uh, there's no chapter division. There's no versification. That's just provided by man uh, for our use and for our benefit. The very next thing that Jesus said is John 14, 1. Let not your hearts be troubled. Well, like I said, we're very familiar with that passage. So why would their hearts have been troubled? Well, their hearts would have been troubled because they just heard him say to Peter, you're going to deny me three times before the sun comes up. They had just heard Jesus say that I'm with you just for a very brief little while, and then I'm going somewhere where you can't go. They had just seen Judas get up and leave. Okay, They knew something was happening with that. They had heard the things that Jesus had been saying for uh, days, weeks, and months now, though they did not understand. He had been reiterating to them of late that he must needs go into Jerusalem, that he would be handed over to the religious rulers, and that he would be killed. So they had many reasons for their heart to be troubled. But look what he says in the balance of that first verse. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. So what's he saying to him? You know, you have a decision to make right here. Let not your hearts be troubled. They could decide to let their hearts be troubled. Have you ever considered that? Apparently, this is something that we, particularly as believers, can make a decision about. I can decide rather uh, to have a troubled heart or to rest in the Lord. And he's telling them, let not your heart be troubled. Well, how do you let not your heart be troubled? Believe in God. Believe also in me. It is in belief. And you see that word believe many, many, many times in the Gospel of John. I believe it appears in John more than any of the other Gospels. Is <clears throat> he saying, believe in God, believe in me. Particularly in challenging, disturbing, disruptive, difficult times of what they're about to face and they didn't know it. Believe in God. Believe in me. And so believe in relationship to what? Well, he gives them a couple of things. Because remember the context. The context is, I'm about to leave you. The context is, you're about to deny me. The context is, somebody's going to betray me. Verse 2 of John 14. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? The King James, I mean the uh, ESV, actually structures that as a question. Listen to it again. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? Now, the New American Standard says, uh, if, if it were not so, I would have told you, and or I go to prepare a place for you. Either way works, okay? And apparently the, the, the Greek language allows for either interpretation. So he's saying, don't let your hearts be troubled. You believe God. He's telling them where he's going. You know, they'd ask, where are you going? I, I'm going somewhere where you can't go yet. But in my father's house, there's many mansions, as the King James says. And he says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Let me just read these last two verses real quick. Verse 3. 
And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. You know, there were so many answers that he gave right here, and we'll, we'll resume this with the next episode. So many answers, but also so many questions that were brought up. They knew where he was, the purpose of where he was going. He was going to prepare a place for them. He told them about the father's house. Maybe they can assume that he's going to the father, but he's telling them, <coughs> excuse me, he's telling them that he's coming again. He says, I'm going to return. And oh, by the way, you know the way where I'm going. <laughs> They'll question me on that in a minute, right? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for joining me in these times. I do pass the word to all your friends and family about these times. Help them get enrolled uh, on, on a podcast app or something like that, uh, the Podbean app, to where they can listen. You know, you can do it over phone, over a computer. You can do it uh, on a tablet. You can do it in some cars. I mean, it's amazing uh, how you can access all this. Some TVs, you can do it. And then, you know, if the Lord moves upon your heart to uh, help us in these times and the things that we do right here, uh, just go to my website and you'll see a Patreon link right there where you can help support us. So I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.